Hello friends, it's Thursday, it's time for take two of Richard's Town, a dose of the Kings of Anglia podcast here in the IO Radio bunker. We are not self-isolated yet, we are still able to move around freely, but there's only three of us today, because the Doctor Stuart Watson is off, he's hopefully going to pick up an award tonight, we'll bring you more on that later in this show. But of course I'm your host Mark Heath, and with me, to my left, today you'll be interested to know he's sporting a lovely teal, teal jumper. Hutchie Hogan. If any self-isolating goes on, yeah. if I have to do it in this room with you guys, I think I'd go absolutely mad. Oh, I thought you were saying that was going to be the one no, place you'd like to do it. absolutely not. That would be unusual. Why are you wearing sunglasses? Because I'm, I'm cool. Okay. I just, <laughs> thought be, I just thought it'd be funny, to be honest. I'll take them off. Oh, there you go. That was, that was the, uh, the glasses hitting the mic there in a the true professional way. They are, they are nice, to be fair. Thank you, friend. And on Monday... We thought he might not make it to Thursday, or at least he thought that anyway. But he's here, he's still coughing and sniffling, but he is producer Ross. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, for <goodness. laughs> There we go. Right on cue. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Roscoe, how are you feeling? Uh, better than I was Monday. Monday was yeah. fun. But, you, I mean, you sold you through the podcast, mm-hmm. you did your bit on the podcast like a pro. Um, and then you disappeared home. I sent you home because you'd gone quite an unusual shade of grey. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I didn't see you much yesterday, and obviously you're off. Um, sorry, I didn't see you much Tuesday, and then you're off yesterday. So today, you're feeling. How are you feeling? Uh, Give yourself a mark out of ten. I get a seven. A solid seven. Just, that feels generous. Yeah, it does feel yeah, okay. Do I, do I feel and look? More you definitely look a better colour. Yes. You did go really, really rather pallid <laughs> on Monday. Um, and listening back to the podcast, I don't know if you have, but um, it was fitting because your bits at the start of the podcast sounded like you were in a little, little hole. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not very well. That kind of stuff. And then you, then you stepped up for the, uh, the, the five points, the deck, the halls, which has gone down very well with the KOA mm. army. And also, of course, the strike, yes. the Roscoe showpiece. Boys, how is the, um, how is the week going so far? Good been, you have been, Hutchie, you've been up north on a secret project. Shh, um, don't tell You actually stayed overnight, didn't don't, you? Don't tell anyone. How was, uh, how was Toto's house in Bolton? I didn't see Toto, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was in, I, I was in Bolton overnight. Yeah. Um, didn't see Toto. We were kind of in the hills overlooking Bolton. The hills of Bolton. So I imagine kind of like the Bolton Hills overlooking Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of There's not Bolton written. No, not yet. Should, be. should be. They're yeah. missing a trick yeah. there. I had a lovely time. Excellent, got boys. A lot, got a lot done. We are all here, gathered here today, ostensibly for a little look forward at, at the weekend's game, which may or may not be behind closed doors. We'll come on to that in a minute. Uh, and also, obviously, some news broke last night um, that another death knell, another nail in the coffin for town season, or is it? Alan Judge, out for the season, fractured his foot, won't return. And Roscoe, you're doing the Alan Partridge meme shrug of the shoulders and that's when that came out last night a lot of people had that reaction mm. so and the immediate reaction was well that just means Dobra can play so how are we feeling boys judge out for the season Do we, are we that bothered go on then Ross you're the, you're the one with, you're the one with the emotion uh, I think it's a shame you know for judge himself for his season but he's not really for the world light as he this season unfortunately I know he's had, he had his issues at the start of the season with his daughter and everything like that and the interest of QPR, and he was going to Ireland and coming back, and he had a few little, you know, out-form performances, but, yeah, it does give an opportunity to Dobra to shine, and, yeah, I don't think it's a big, massive loss, really, mm. going into the, for the rest of the last eight games, so. Is it fair, Hutchie, to say that Alan Judge has had a disappointing season? Yeah, yeah, he would, um, I'm sure he'd be the first to, to say that as well. Um, big things were expected, Big things were hoped. He was supposed to be kind of a centrepiece of mm. of things. It hasn't happened like that. He's had some bright moments. He's had some down ones. Um, yeah, disappointing is probably probably the right word. But it is a, it is a shame for Ipswich and a blow for Ipswich. I think that he's mm. out. Um, I, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's a good thing. That I think there was some reaction to suggest it was good. Mm. I don't think it is. Um, hopefully for him, it doesn't kind of curtail any chance of being involved in the Euros in the summer he won't he won't have a chance to be involved in the playoffs to help get Ireland through 
and I hope for him for him personally he can uh, they can get through without him and then he makes the squad for that because that means a lot for him mm. but um but yeah uh, it kind of does highlight I guess it's a good way of highlighting the disappointing season that he's had yes a metaphor for town season um Metatarsal. A metatarsal. Yeah, very good. That used to be all the rage, didn't it? That, back when uh, when Bex first did his, he was, was the a, first human being to have a metatarsal. Yeah, I think he? he was. Yeah, it was isolated. He broke it. The world went crazy. And uh, everybody else grew one. And after then, that, was Rooney's a metatarsal as well? In the uh, next, possibly. Everybody. It was well, only one ever injured. At World Cup two thousand two. It's in your foot. Oh. It's one of a lot of bones in your foot. Um, I think he's done the third metatarsal, oh. which is my personal favourite. Oh. Um, but do you remember back in the day? You won't, Ross, because you were about two, probably. <coughs> but yeah. um, when Bex did his metatarsal before the World Cup 2002, there were actually people um, printing out pictures of his foot and using it to, to pray over. Should we do that with Alan Judges? Didn't they put it on the front of the sun? Yeah, exactly. They put a, cu- a cutout yeah. on the front of the sun, didn't they? Should we put Alan Judges on the front of the... I was thinking more Roscoe, to be honest. Maybe with Ross, Ross's, Ross's face. <laughs> Pray for Ross, hashtag. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah so, so judges out anyway. Dobra, does that mean we're going to see the, the start of the Dobra era? Abracadobra and all that sort of stuff. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we? Dobra, should Dobra start on Saturday? He has to, doesn't he? Well, we've been talking about this for ages, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, I, I, want, I want to see more of Armando Dobra. I'm not convinced that this will necessarily mean he will start. I'm really not. Um but we should. Mm. I think um, he he's shown enough. He's shown enough by now to to be worth a, a league start. He's got something a bit different. This was really lack players that can carry the ball, mm. run with the ball, threaten people on the front foot. Good first touch, confident. Why not? Uh, you're kind of running out of reasons. Why not? I'm very popular today. People are trying to get hold of me as we're recording. Um, apologies for that. So. Uh, Dobra also on on the Dobra front scored a tremendous goal on Monday at Cardiff. A game you could actually watch live with commentary. Um, Did you? Crystal Palace do that as well. I watched the last twenty minutes of it, uh, so I didn't see. Unfortunately, I hadn't seen Dobra's goal, but I did see the uh, equaliser and uh, the um, the Cardiff City commentators for the under twenty three game, which is tremendous. They've obviously got a lot of money at Cardiff. Um, were praising Tyree Simpson as well, saying how how good he looked, how impressive they were. How impressed they were with his pace and power. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with Dobra this weekend. And before we move on, of course, to talking about Bristol Rovers, we must also mention the thing that is dominating the headlines around the world. CV-19, COVID-19, coronavirus, I-Corona, i uh, Ipswich Town potentially already making plans to stream games live for fans for free if games are going to be played behind closed doors. And it seems this morning, Hutchie... They might be. <laughs> I think it's inevitable, mm. isn't it? It's happening everywhere else in, in Europe. The NBA is shut down. It's in, crazy, isn't it? The whole NBA is shut down They've in the United States. They've suspended their season. Um, the same happens in Italy. They're playing Champions League games behind closed doors. French mm. games, uh, German games are being played behind closed doors this weekend, I think. It, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Whether it happens for this weekend or not, we'll wait and see. But it does sound like once the... Uh, once the number of UK cases gets above 500, the, the UK, the government are going to up. Hmm. I don't know, code red? What, what do we go to? Because there's various stages, isn't there? Yeah. There's contain, then there's delay yeah. or whatever. We're going to delay. I think we're going moving into delay. Which uh, is when the uh, blanket ban on football uh, mass gatherings, that's what they're called now, aren't they? Mm. They're, not, they're called mass gatherings. Mass gatherings, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's inevitable, I think. When but... Because apparently there might be a decision made today. So by the time you listen to this, this obviously recording this first thing Thursday morning, it may already have come out that all the games this weekend yep. will be behind closed doors. Um, do we know if that means you can still go? No idea. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, or will you have to sit and watch the game like everyone else? I don't know. Well, we'll wait and see. I think when this has happened in Italy, um, like I think journalists have still been mm. able to go. Um We'll wait and see. I, don't, I, I genuinely don't know the answer to that question. That would be very unusual, though, wouldn't it? Sat in a, have, you ever, have you ever covered a game behind closed doors? No. I know. Well, was, only like 23 games yeah, and yeah. stuff, but no. Yeah, unusual. Roscoe, how do you feel about covering a behind closed doors game? You probably wouldn't be let in anyway with your, <laughs> your medical history. They shouldn't. Yeah. He, his picture should be up behind. The super spreader. <laughs> do not let this man in. 
yeah, I'll give it to all the Bristol Rovers players, and that's the only way we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Go and kiss them all before the yeah, game. Yeah. I'll be honest, it probably makes jo- Ross's job at games really quite difficult, given that his job ah, good is point, to yeah. interview supporters yeah. Um, so, yeah. and get their thoughts on games. They, they can come along, just wait outside, let the game finish. You just and then do yourself out. after the game, as it yeah. were. Your thoughts on the game, we need more of that, we need more Roscoe. Okay, let's, let's talk a little bit about the game, shall we? Bristol Rovers, <laughs> um, 14th in the table. Um, last time Ipswich Town played Bristol Rovers, it was live pod day, and uh, the start of the decline, sadly. <laughs> the, uh, the time when they lost, obviously, at home to Bristol Rovers, unexpectedly. We did a superb live pod that night, a night that will go down in infamy and legend for all who are there. Um, but since then, Bristol Rovers have been up and down. They were um, very much down at the weekend. They lost to South End, rather embarrassingly. But then, of course, just in time to play town, they went to beat Sunderland on Tuesday. Just playing themselves nicely into form. Um, <laughs> they've, got the, they've got the boy uh, Clark Harris, haven't they, up front, who uh, is scoring quite a few goals. So, Hutchie, Bristol Rovers, how, how are we feeling about that? Let's talk a little bit about Bristol Rovers uh, and let's, let's talk mostly about Ipswich Town and the team you'd like to see this weekend. Um... I can only think about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a game you'd think Ipswich should be going there looking to win. Aren't they all? But, but we've learnt we've learnt not to think like mm. that. Um, wouldn't surprise me at all if Ipswich did go there and win, by the way. Um, from, from Ipswich's point of view, uh, Flynn Downs, Caden Jackson both will both be back from bands. Um, Flynn, no doubt. We'll go straight into the side. Probably Caden as well. Um, I guess that might depend a little bit on Wilkeen, whether he's fit or not, whether Lambert goes with the one central striker or the two, and then he'll have a choice to make between between those two. But they've got to go there looking to win it. We're not we're not going to sit here and talk about the playoffs. They've they've gone unless until Ipswich proved to us otherwise. Mm. Um but they have to go there they have to go there and look look to win a game like this because they really, they really should be, but we've said that before. Haven't we said that before? Quite a lot of times this season. Um, <clears throat> let's talk teams in, shall we? Let's talk Ipswich Town. Let's not focus too much on the opposition. Let's focus on us. Ipswich Town this weekend. My bloody phone's going off again. Apologies, everyone. Do you need to take the call? Do we need to... Is it... Who is it? It's the editor of the EDP. So, oh, uh, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Uh, no. So let, let's continue. Um, and fingers T- crossed. Turn I have, that phone off. I have texted him to say, what's up, fam? Um, and he's he's not replied, so it can't be that important. Um, well, he's ringing you back, so it must be. No, it's just that's just the one to one, you know, the uh, the answer phones. Anyway, ah, okay. apologies, people. Sorry for bringing you into this conversation. Teams this weekend. Let's talk Ipswich Town. Roscoe, the people, they like your opinion. Apparently. Um, so, what team would you be putting out for Bristol Rovers this weekend? Is it is KJ back this weekend? Yeah. Is he eligible? And yep. what about KVY, the Jelly Man? No, I'd, very, I'd be very surprised he's still not, if he's... He's still not good to go. So there you go then, Roscoe. What, what team are you putting out? Uh, probably Norris will go, be in goal again. I really? Think. Okay. We, we start on yep. last Saturday. Yeah, but would you start him? I'm not asking what uh, you think Lambert will do. Oh, okay. Uh, the no. team you will put out. If you, if you were the honey badger, very much under fire, <laughs> um, who would you put out? Holy. Holy in goal, right. Like goal, goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh... I don't like Edwards at right back, but play well. He did, he did a right on Saturday, mm. so play him at right back, maybe. Okay. Clean catching. He's the best. He's the it's best your team. On the pitch. Oh, no, just, just, just give it little. Just name your, name your team. Right? Give okay. it your team, and then Hutch will give his team, and then I'll promote debate. Okay. Uh, I don't have much time to think Would you about like this. me to go first? Yeah, you go yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much time okay. to think about this. Just just the two hours since I texted you to say <laughs> you need your team. Okay, if I go first, then you can maybe talk about. <laughs> Things you Tweaks. might do differently, okay. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. I don't care who plays in goal. No one. Uh, uh, somebody should, yeah. but um, this is the least of my concerns. Let's go Will Norris because he's the incumbent. Let's go Shibek. Another possibility. Let's yeah. go Norris. Okay. Norris, right, okay. right back, we're on Edwards. Yep. Uh, I probably wouldn't have said that before last weekend, but he was the best player on the pitch. He has to start there again. Mm-hmm. Chambers and Wolfenden in the middle. Josh Earl at left back. Luke Garbutt's dropping out of this team. Oh. Back four, very yep. much, please. Midfield two of Downs and Dazelle. Ahead of them, centrally, Teddy Bishop. Mm-hmm. On the right, Armando Dobra. On the left, Freddie Sears. And then, if he's fit, 
I'd go Will Keane. You love Will Keane, don't you? I don't love Will Keane, but I don't like Caden Jackson as a one up front. Okay. Um, Caden offers more of a goal threat. He he offers a higher work rate. He offers the closing down, which we have to call pressing now, don't we? It's not closing down anymore. The high you, press. You press. Yeah. It's just closing down. People mm. have been doing it for years. <laughs> um, but probably Will Keane with Jackson to come on in the second half. I wouldn't be against seeing Jackson... We've talked about this before, playing in a wide forward role. I'd like to see it, mm. to be at least just be shown that he can't do it. But I also want Dobra to start the game. So he could play wide right, Bishop behind Keane, Sears on the left. Roscoe, you, you, please do not just say, yeah, I agree with Hutchie. No, no, I don't know. What's, no. What, so where would back, you differ? Back four, I agree with back four. Same back four, OK. Yeah, Harry, then, Harry Wright in goal. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he was warming up for the first time on Saturday. Yeah, he's over, he? over his injury now. Over injury, yeah. so... Nah, he's not though. Uh, I'm going to go four four two. We'll play mm-hmm. two up front. Old school. Um, Jackson with. I know it's not going to happen, but why not Simpson? It's not going to happen, but Jackson and Tyrese starting up front. Yeah. that's what you do. You know, little and large. Very much so. not, He's not really little. He's, not he's little just boys. not as big as Tyrese. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Zell and Downs in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to happen. Um, and then the wings. Actually, no. Edwards playing right mid, and then Genoi right back. It's the nations. The nations. Let's guess what happened. And then up left. No, Dobro. Sorry, Dobro on the right. Edwards on the right back. I hope no one's trying to write this down. <laughs> no, don't write this down. It's a crossing out. And then Paul Lambert's at home going. Yeah. What, what did he just <laughs> say? Yeah. Who am I putting? Harry White in goal. I don't really like Sears at left mid, but I think you've got to play Sears. I think at the moment that's like the bland left mid. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So just just review. What was your final team? <laughs> Holy in goal. Holy in goal. The back four is. Edwards, Wolfie, Chambers, and Denas- Oh, no, hold on. You said Danassio. I'm off switched. Dobro, I'm going to play right mid now. <laughs> Don't do this again. Oh, God. Don't ask me again. And who's in midfield then? So Dobra, Dazel, Downs, and then Sears. And then up front, you've got KJ and Tyrese. Yep. Interesting. What do you make of that team, Hutchie? If indeed you can, because I think he's put about 14, 15 players in the yeah, 11. If there. you can sneak all of them onto the pitch at yeah, once, it's chance. Ipswich might be in business. Yeah. 4 4 2 is not. It's not your jam. Not for me, mm-hmm. really. Um, Why is that? I don't think it's flexible enough. I think you f- you risk getting overrun in midfield, particularly if one of the two is Dal- is Dazelle, sorry. Um, I think he needs to play in a three, which you kind of. which is what Bishop would be in, in what I said um, and I don't think you get Sears advanced and enough to be able to play the left side of that because mm. it's too flat for me and I don't think it's flexible enough to kind of tweak things in games um, saying that Ipswich haven't mastered the 4-3-3-4-2-3-1 but I think they could be a lot further down the line with it if they persisted with it I like it, it gets it gets people in advanced positions naturally, mm. you've still got the solid four at the back and then you've got that extra man in the middle where Bishop can drop in a little bit if um, if needs be, that's why, that's why I like that. So you've got Dobber in your starting 11? Yep. You've got him in yours and you've also got Tyrese in there as well mm. so obviously as, as we we come to the end of the season and the, and, the, and the season depressingly drifts away, one imagines. At some point, the clamour to play the classic cliche, play the kids, is going to grow louder and louder. Um, when would you start, other than Dobra, actually start chucking the youngsters I wouldn't. in? You wouldn't at all? I'd, There's no other ones, really. Beyond, yeah, beyond, beyond where we're at with it at the moment. Mm. I don't think... I'd, I don't think Tyree Simpson is ready to okay. start to start league games. No, no harm in having him around. Absolutely not. Having him on the bench, valuable. He's, he offers something. He, I'm mm. not saying he's not ready to play, but I think asking him to start is a dear, a dear, would be a bit, would be a bit much. Mm. And there's more at stake than just playing the kids. Yeah. I, like I don't chucking in the kids. I just don't. I don't think Ipswich are at that stage. They they're still trying to find their identity and build something, mm. and I don't think that helps you in any way prepare for for next season. And as we discussed on Monday, the way they finish this season is really important, isn't it? Because yeah. it'll set the tone. If they crash and burn for the rest of the season, and end up finishing in their traditional spot of fifteenth. Um, that's going to be very different to if they manage yeah. to end the season, say, winning five in a row and yep. just just valiantly missing out on the on the playoffs, or at least coming what would be classed as close now with them being seven points off um, ok boys prediction time 
We don't know yet if the game will be played behind closed doors. We don't know yet if you'll even be there. But what will the score be? I predict it will be played behind closed doors. Yep, early prediction. I predict that we probably will be there, and I predict Ipswich will win 2-1. 2-1. Who are you saying scoring? Jackson and Freddie. Yes. Moscow, mm. you'll be pitch side. It'd be very unusual. We like covering a non-league game yeah. in a in a, a pro stadium. What are you saying the score's going to be? I don't know if it will go against us or not. Will go for us being behind closed doors. Don't really know. Uh, I want to go two one defeat. Two one defeat. I think that Clark Harris is going to score a brace. Yeah, he's a good player. Good player. He'll sc- he'll score that goal mm. for the gas. Yeah. Sixteen goals this season so far. I understand. He's good. been uh, he's been. Banging them in. Okay then, boys, that's the game this weekend covered. Uh, obviously, follow it with the boys, if indeed they are there. If it is behind closed doors, I think there'll be a lot more people following this weekend. That could be good. That could be very good indeed good for us. Hits. Absolutely. Um, selfishly speaking. Okay, um, normally in this segment, we'd have an Andy versus Stu section. Stu, however, is, uh, is at an award show today, isn't he, Hutchie? He is. He's at the Archies, the Archie Awards. He's been nominated for... Best content of the year, is it, or something? Content, content of the year. Because you're not allowed to call, like, journalists now. It's, it's content. Everything we do is content. That's, that's yeah, the buzzword. Yeah, it's very cold, very clinical. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's about a lot of more than words, obviously, now. It's all about audio and video and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, he's up for that. Um, he's in Norwich tonight, um, getting on the beers. Um, I'm hoping we're going to get a few a few tweets from him later on um, with I the bet, award. I bet you don't. No, I don't think we will. I don't think we will. He'll be too busy getting right on it. Uh, and then he's coming back on a train tomorrow morning. And I understand you're going to the presser tomorrow morning. Um, am I? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. That's what he told me. Yep. Yeah? This has not been discussed. Yep, I can handle that. Okay. Uh, all right, then. It's time for Ross versus Andy. You faded it down very early there, Ross. Yeah. (laughs) Get that down. Yeah. yeah. That muck. Um, Boys, I have decided that I'm going to do this on a a topic that you both enjoy and is common to the show Ipswich Town. But how good is your Ipswich Town knowledge? Depends if it's about years. It's not. It's not about years and numbers. It is about numbers and appearances. It is. It is very much around those. Okay. So, what I want to do? Oh, I've got another phone call coming through. Bloody hell! I'm popular today. Just answer it. Um, is it more or less important than the editor? Very much less important that one. Uh, is it Mike? No. I've already spoken to him though as well. He's, oh. He was calling me at half eight this morning. What's going on? Man in demand. Indeed. Um, boy. My phone's going mental. I need my phone for this there's section. Some, there's something happened. I don't know. Are, are we like? Are, are we, we sitting in here and the whole world <laughs> is outside, just kind of hello, <laughs> just burning? It's like a, it's a, what was it? A 28 days later scenario. Yeah. The uh, the coronavirus just struck hard very quickly. Yeah. Um, we're going to do Ipswich Town goals and appearances all time. This is just a strike, isn't it? No, I want you to name players. So back and forth. In a trade-off style scenario, you both get one fail. So the first of two fails is a loser. Well, I want you to name, we're either going to, between appearances and goals, so I've got the top ten for both, I want you to name a player that's in on those lists. On either list? Either list, top yeah. Top ten? Top ten all time. Okay. So, you have to start off, of course, with the, uh, the hand, rock, paper, scissors... As long as you're a metre away from each other, that's so fine. So we go one, two, three, and then your, yeah. then yeah. your choice, really. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Okay. Ross, Ross is apparently unable to count okay. to three. One, two, three. There that's we go. <laughs> Hutchie wins. You okay. go first, then. Mick Mills. Mick Mills, of course, is on there. Most appearances all time. With 588 league appearances. Ooh. Very impressive. Is that more than that? He's had more overall, obviously, but that's, that's league appearances. So, are you just trying to find the, the ding-dong? You're very busy, aren't you? No. You've forgotten to play. There we go. <laughs> Apologies, everyone, today. This is an absolute shambles. <laughs> absolute shambles. I've got people blowing my phone up. Roscoe's forgotten what he's doing. Uh, Hutchie, at least you're here, keeping some sense of, of order. 
Roscoe. Uh, Ray Crawford. Ray Crawford, of course, is on there. The leading scorer all time, 204 league goals. Is he on the appearance list as well? I'm just checking, is actually. He? Uh, no, he's not. Not top ten. No? Might be. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will go George Burley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Burley, of course, is on there. Yeah, number five in appearances, 394 league appearances all time. For good, our George. Good old George. Uh, Mickey Stockwell. Mick Stockwell. Interesting. Uh, yes. Number three all time with appearances. 464. So Mick of Stockwell. Yeah. Good lad. Hutchie? John Walk. John Walk. Yes. A good shout. He is on there. He is number two all time in terms of scorers. 135 league goals for John Walk. What would he be worth in today's market? <laughs> <laughs> so we have to say about John Walk. My boy Marnier. Your, yeah, your boy Marnier, Paul Mariner, is indeed the number five all time in yeah. terms of scoring. Okay. Uh, 96. Is he on the appearances list? No. Okay. Hutchie. So you're doing well if you're making the scorers list, but not, but not the yeah, Absolutely, list. yeah. So Impressive. Like, you're doing well there. Mm. Um, I will go... Terry Butcher. Terry Butcher. Obviously, you're hoping for the appearances. I am, yeah. Yeah, rather than the goals. And you'd be wrong. Do you know what I'm No, he's not. Hutchie has the first fail, Roscoe. <coughs> uh, Ted Phillips, goal scorer. Of course, yeah. Easy one. Easy money. Number three all-time, our Ted. 161 goals. League jungle boy. The man with the hardest shot in football. That's what his nickname was. Jungle boy. Yeah. Was it? Absolutely. Um, and used to, apparently, I remember speaking to Tony Garnett about this when uh, when Ted died. He told me stories of how Ted used to go and have a pint before a game. Get his eye in. True. Things have changed. Yeah. Things have changed a little bit, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So, Hutchie, next time you fail, you um, you have lost I'm a Ross. Aren't I? Yeah. Well, this is, he's the numbers man. I think it, you should make, Ross should have been favourite going into this. Okay. We? All he does is nostalgia and numbers. True. Um, top ten appearances. I'm going to go a bit more. I'm going to go on the goals list. Is yep. David Johnson on the goals list? Top ten? Yeah. He is not. Is he not? <coughs> Roscoe, you have won this rare edition of Ross versus Andy. How do you feel? Static. <laughs> static? <laughs> he feels static. <laughs> And then does a nice little cough. Yes. Just just for those who uh, are interested, top ten all-time appearances, Mick Mills, John Walk, Mick Stockwell, Paul Cooper, George Burley, Tommy Parker, Billy Baxter, John Ellsworthy, Jason Dazelle, and Doug Reese, a man from the Valleys. And then all-time leading scorers, Ray Crawford, John Walk, Ted Phillips, Tom Garnies, Paul Marnier, Trevor Wymark, Eric Gates, Tommy Parker, Alan Brazil, and Jason Dazelle. Oh, so there you go. Stats and entertainment. Edutainment is what we call it here at Kings of Anglia Podcast. Roscoe, congratulations. Congratulations, Roscoe. Thank you. What do I get? Uh, a massive amount of respect from me. Good. That's worth a lot in today's market. Will you answer my phone calls? Uh, no. <laughs> I generally don't answer phone calls. That's a rule you'll listen. I, I am uh, much more of a texter than a talker. There we go. So hopefully with Stu back next week, holding his Archie aloft, we'll be able to have a proper Stu versus Andy. What quality of award, do you, actual trophy, do you think our internal in-house... I'd imagine it's probably out? made out of glass. Um, yeah, or etched. Etched, yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you have to give them back next year? Uh, who knows? Probably I hope not. Probably uh, knowing Archie. Yeah, you probably do. Every year give it year. back. No, give it hopefully back. he gets to keep it. When he wins it, inevitable. Mm. I think the shadowy Archon figures might favour people from Norfolk. I don't know how you could possibly suggest that. Stu should win this. Yeah. He deserves it. Absolutely, he should. He's had, a, he's had a great year and he's done some good stuff. What did he put in his, his entry? He put in the Marcus Evans, he put Ahmed in. Yep. And he put Jason Dazelle interview, didn't he, as well? Yep. After, after Jason's um, little struggles. That was good stuff. Um, mailbag time, boys. We need someone to sing mailbag. And that should be you, Hutchie, because you have the voice. Mailbag, mailbag, <laughs> it's time for Mark, Ross and Andy to dip into the mailbag. Absolutely tremendous. Um, 
That's not. You don't end it with a cough. It's do do. That's what I'm trying to do, but no. Forgive are you? Are you again? Are you? Are you okay, Roscoe? No. Oh dear. Oh dear. Turn your mic down. <coughs> oh man! If you have got coronavirus, we've all got it after this. We're basically just sitting in a in a disease box yeah, right now. Much. Um, we've had a lot of mailbag this week, so as usual, I'll pick the best or at least the most relevant ones. Uh, first question, Nigel G. Friend of the show. The show. I know he says otherwise, but I think it's a bass. No, he says it's a carp. It's a joke. Well, that's his, actually, in, in his first answer, in his question, sorry, he's put, it's a carp. Smiley face. Number nine is a bass. Number nine. He says, I'm fed up with football, so a nonsense question. If the Muppets could play football, which ones would you sign for town? My money's on animal playing centre-back with perhaps Beaker in midfield to add some chemistry. See what he's done there. See what he's done there. Anyone in here ever watched the Muppets? No. I could see from your face, actually, that you were, you're not enjoying this question. There, there's one in a bin. No, that's yeah, Sesame, that's Animal. That's Sesame Street, isn't it? That's the same thing, isn't it? I don't... No. Yes, it is. It? is. Oh, I, I think there's a crossover appeal. No, um, I'm out. Animal, definitely, you'd sign him. He's the guy who plays the drums, isn't he? Don't know. No, okay. The red one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the red one is. Animal, I think. Is it? No, the animal's like a kind of scraggly-looking dude, isn't he? Is he? Oh. I think. Anyway. He's a cooking monster part of the Muppets. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, or is, no, is that Sesame Street? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're different. <laughs> I'm getting confused. I think they're different. Apologies, the mu- the listeners. Muppet, the Muppets. Who is the, the Muppets? Is, is Kermit? You've got it? all your big ones. You've got Kermit, Gonzo, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Yeah. And beyond that, I couldn't tell you any of them. Yeah. Sesame Seed. Sesame Seeds? Yeah. I like Sesame Seeds. Some of the better seeds. Yeah. Um, beyond Big Bird, couldn't tell you any of them. Mm. But I'm sure they'd all do a job in midfield. Absolutely. Uh, someone else suggests, actually, answer to Nigel's question. FPL Tractor says, we need a big presence up front, so who better than Big Bird? There you go. You can hold it up. Tyree Simpson, fair. I'd say, probably probably better than, yeah. than Big Bird. Lacks uh, mobility. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> um, Paul M., which I, I don't think is actually the real Paul McCartney, but it's certainly his avatar. Um, with COVID-19, brackets coronavirus, got all the terms, <laughs> now terrorising the world in which we exist, has Andy changed his mind about the use of gloves at petrol stations? I'm a long-term user of gloves and feel that Andy's life, especially his, his health, would greatly benefit from using them. I've got, no, it's not impacted it any way whatsoever. Fair enough. Because you're, you're not wearing the gloves for any kind of reason other than to not get fuel on them diesel mainly. which might kill coronavirus mm, interesting um harvey davis friend of the show the show sweet sweet welsh prince number four number four well, i don't know something like that no jack slider's number four isn't i don't it? know what the harvey are. might be three high def i've forgotten them all with the shocking revelation of Andy not liking Smooth FM, you can see where the KI Army's mind is at this week. Yeah. They're not really thinking about football. Not liking Smooth FM, what's your best and worst radio stations? Now, Harvey must realise, of course, that your dislike for Smooth Radio is mainly from the enforced listening, like the uh, the kind of punishment they do in SAS training. Yep. Um, when you're in the car in Scarlet Lady for 10 hours. It infects your brain. Being injected into your ears. Um, on the subject of Smooth FM, mm-hmm. I've spent the last two and a half days on a secret mission, mm-hmm. which will be revealed at some point, um, in the car with somebody who used to be a producer for Smooth FM, ah. who also hated it. I oh, really? Um, well, he hated it while he worked there? The music? Yeah. And he told me some, some, of, the, some of the trade secrets mm-hmm. there. You've got on Smooth and, and, and Heart as well, he also worked for them, like, you've got your... Your showbiz presenters like Miley in class and Tina Hobley from Holby City. Um, apparently, they are not actually in the studio doing their show live. They record all the links between their songs in like an hour on a Wednesday because they can't be bothered to come in at the weekend. And then some poor, significantly lower paid person does all the music, produces the entire show, plays all the links from these people, and, make, and it's all made out as if Mylene and, oh, and Tina right? That's are running their show. And it's an absolute joke. It's a farce, is what and it it's, is. And all it's done is fuel my hatred for it. And so I've I, I just got no time for it. And Harvey, I think, you, quite frankly, you've disappointed me. Well, maybe now you've opened Harvey's eyes, he'll, he'll well, take it so. too. So that would definitely be on your worst list. Yep. What's your favourite radio station? Do you have one? Do you listen to the radio? Uh... Not 
I quite like talk radio, if I'm honest. I find music radio really repetitive. Yeah. I just listen to music rather than that. Um, yeah, I'll put Five Live on for the football and stuff. Yeah, I definitely would go Five yeah. Live. Um, worst radio station. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't There's really a lot of them to choose There's from. There's a lot of bad ones out there, isn't there? BBC Suffolk. <laughs> oh, shots fired, baby. Not, not, you know, not, not the sport. Yeah. You know, I don't mind the sport, but just the general news one. This morning we're talking lawnmower blades. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Have you ever had a lawnmower uh, blade? Tell us about it. That's mm. basically uh, that sort what's of What's this Brian from... What's this Melton bloke? Who's this guy? Oh, that's, he's popular, isn't he? But again, because yeah. I, I used to... Boy. Back in my day when I was on the news desk, I used to have you. to listen to Radio Suffolk every morning because the editor did. And anything that was on there, I had to be able to react to before he'd even asked me to do it. And uh, at the time, we used to call it radio suffering <laughs> because it was suffering having to listen to it in the morning. Anyway, yeah. your favourite, Roscoe? I don't really listen to the radio, really. So, talk sport, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Stand, yeah. We've all answered it. Excellent. Um, FPL Tractor also wants to know do the Doctor and Hutch get to attend games if they are behind closed doors? We will find out soon. Yeah, probably on the way. Yeah. <laughs> or at the door. I don't think it's going to be particularly well. you'll have to have a, a little test before you get into the game. Hope so. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, why not? As long as it's not I'd a, be up for that. As long as it's not a rectal thermometer. <laughs> if that's if it needs to be that. Photographers only. Just do what it's... <laughs> so, what, mate, if, mate, if there's any kind of testing going on, you're not getting in, are you? Yeah. Let's be, let's be completely honest. As you stand there coughing They'll and They'll pick spluttering. up some... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Allergies, allergies. Yeah, Mr. Halls, you do not have coronavirus, but you do have the bubonic plague. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, Harry Butcher. Oh, singing everything today. I can sing Friend of the show. Excellent. I like the way you're mixing it up. <coughs> Harry, friend of the show. I think he's number seven, the man with the arrows. Roscoe, please. <laughs> uh, I've said it before, but Andy, Roscoe and Mark, you are all legends. Well, oh. of course. Uh, every week your podcast cheers me up. That's nice, isn't it? But he adds, I have a soft spot for Andy, and he's probably my favourite. Yes. But whisper it quietly, Mark. Yes, that's a... Andy. My, my boy. Well, there we go. The, everyone's favourite pet it's rabbit. It's not even a question. Hutchie, it's just a Hutchie comment. Hogan. Thanks. Thanks, Hazza. Nice good stuff from Harry. Another Harry. Do we think Dobra could be leaving at the end of the season? This is Harry Smith. Obviously, there have been the contract offers rejected and the interest from Brighton. Could that explain his lack of game time recently? Dobra yet to make a league start. He's been on the bench a couple of times in the league. Obviously played in the EFL Trophy, the Not For Long Trophy and the FA Cup. Dobra leaving. Is that a genuine concern? No, I don't think so. He wants to He wants to sign a contract. Um, I think he'd quite like I think he'd quite like it to be a little clearer that there's a pathway there for him and that he's going to play a bit mm. more. Um, that's more important than the finances at this stage. They're I'm pretty sure that deal will get will get done contract wise. Okay. They've got they've got an option year on him anyway, so he certainly won't be leaving for free. No, I'd I'd be amazed if he left. Daniel Hart, if a miracle was to happen, how would Ipswich Town cope in the Championship? Is another season in League One with Lambert given the chance to move on players and build his squad a bo- a better prospect for the future when you consider Evans isn't changing his ways anytime soon? So, I think we're all in agreement that this team would. If it was by somehow miracle promoted, would struggle in the championship. Yeah. So, is it better? Obviously, not what we expected, not what we wanted. But is it better that Town have another season in League One, building in theory, and uh, and going in the right direction? Um. This is this is a, this is like the whole Ipswich Town debate in a nutshell, isn't it? Do we Pretty wanna, much. Yeah. Do, do you want to have it now? Should we <laughs> do it all? We can do it concisely. Um. um but. Well, it's got to. They're not. They're, they're not going up, are they? Let's no. be honest. They're not going up, so they are going to be in League One. Um, you, the reason they're not going up is because they've not they've not progressed during this season like we wanted and expected them to do. They need to make a lot more progress before they go up. Um, so yes, <laughs> it, it kind of is what it is. Mm. The, the, the big debate is whether Lambert has shown enough to be the man that's given the keys to, to drive for that other year and make that progress. And I think you know, I think we'll know a lot more about that from, from the remaining games. Okay. Matt Thomas. Friend of the show. Like it. Number five. Fighty five. 
fighting Matt. Um, he says, trying to be positive, and it's a good question, this, could playing behind closed doors be exactly what ITFC need? No toxic atmosphere, no abuse of poor old Marcus, and no pressure on the players who, according to Paul Lambert, apparently aren't used to trying to win each match. So could it actually work in town's favour, playing behind closed doors? And the, and the thinking is, it might actually be behind closed doors for the rest of the season, isn't it? So, Roscoe, what are you saying on that? Mm, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. It must be a very odd experience for players mm. who are used to playing in front of crowds to then essentially playing in a practice match circumstances in, in a big stadium. Although, the, obviously, the match is not a practice match. It counts. Yeah. They're still the same players, aren't they, playing against a team? Still 11 Yeah, but it's just, it must just be weird, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, I think, yeah, it will be weird. Going over to the NBA, you see LeBron James this week said that he wouldn't play if, if games were behind closed doors. He, he just wouldn't he play. He backtracked on that. Did he? Yeah, I think. He was he, lent on. Yeah, he backtracked and said, I didn't know it was a possibility when I was talking about that. Oh, right. Okay. I think he I think he was genuinely just trying to say the right thing, like the yeah. game is for the fans, which is true. It is. But health mm. is important too. Absolutely. I, I, think it could, I think it could potentially help them. Mm. Um, I think it might help Paul Lambert <laughs> certainly yeah um, in that I guess public opinion is going to be re- relatively important between now and the end of the season it mm. might it might it might help people will still watch it though they'll be live streaming so yeah but you, you're not going to get 20,000 people live 18,000 people sitting in live streaming no. a home game I, I, I think a significant number of those will find something else to yeah, do on a yeah. Saturday, which is another worry. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Peter Dwelly House, one of my favourite names. Poirier and Tarico are looking for a new job, apparently. Is that perhaps too ambitious for a League One club? Um, yes. Yes. Also, as it is Cheltenham at the moment, if you owned a racehorse, what would you call it? So, but the, the Poirier and Tarico thing, I think, has come about because we've had a guy who spoke to Tarico that's gone up this morning for us um, as part of our new Your Posts thing in which he says that at, at some point him and Gus would like to get back in the dugout, making no uh, kind of suggestions as to where that might be. Um, but certainly you'd think they'd be looking higher than League One. Their last jobs, they've kind of been globetrotting. They've yeah. Bordeaux, AEK, Athens. Mm. Come on. Yeah. So racehorses. If you had a racehorse, what would you call it? Denaissance. Yes. I suppose I'd have to call it the honey badger then, you'd using that. Roscoe, what would you call it? Temper. Temper? Temper. Why temper? As oh. in as in temper as in grrr, or temper as in tiny temper? Yeah, tiny temper. Yeah? I guess that used to be my gamer tag on Xbox. Did it? Temper. Excellent. What, I with used a, to with have a temper as well. With an H? Yeah, with an H. You used to have a temper? Yeah, you used to have a bad temper. Did you? Yeah. You how wouldn't know it now, would you? Look at him, he looks all <laughs> sheepish. You say how, did that, how did your bad temper mani- manifest itself? Killed a man. <laughs> with a trident. Yeah. I was a little shit, weren't I? <laughs> So when you when you say temper, you mean you mean you're a bit stroppy. Yeah, or I'd smash things. I had to go into a room by myself and just had to calm down. Smash it. Just didn't know what to do with me. Really? So I used to, I used to like just. Why are you so angry? Me. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. We need to get you into one of them rage rooms. Yeah. I'd love to go to one of them. Uh, wouldn't yeah, you? that'd be good. Go into a room and just smash the living crap out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question. Where are we? Let's scroll up. Dylan has asked, what, what do you see the starting team being for next season? That's really hard to answer, isn't it? Yeah. Um, without knowing about transfer business and stuff. Uh, Chris Bennett says, if the season were cancelled and we started again due to COVID-19, would we actually reach our destination aboard HMS Pistol League? Uh, probably not now. If had to, what does that mean? Well, like, we had to, they cancelled the season yeah. and then start it again. Would town do any better? Probably not from this point. Um, Ross Evans, assuming... Uh, assuming Evans, his namesake, is still at the top and the Honey Badger is still manager, what is the most likely situation we can expect to be in come August? Could you see reinvestment of the money gained from sales of Downs and others? So, all things being considered, Marcus remains, Lambeau remains, come August, can you see Downs and and people like that going in the summer? I think that's basically what he's saying. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we talked about that a lot. I think, yeah. Okay. Quite, quite possibly. James Johnson, double J, J Money, J Squared. Dragging my missus along to the live pod 
she hasn't got a clue about Ipswich. We've got some news on the live pod in a minute. Just knows that if we lose, which is often uh, I won't be in a good mood. She hears the several nicknames. Ah, that's good timing. Mark gives me and wants her own. Her name is Molly. Also, she wants a go at the strike. Molly. Uh, live pod news. April the 18th was the, was the date we were working for. Uh, unfortunately, due to coronavirus... <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, I mean, obviously, it's not actually due to coronavirus. It could, it might be, that no. might have been a concern. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that date now is not going to happen, um, basically because town are uh, disintegrating around us. And also, there's another event on that night, which Ipswich Town, the club, are actually putting on uh, the awards uh, night for supporters. We've decided it's probably not best to go ahead with a, with the second live pod in such circumstances. And now... If we were going ahead with that date, coronavirus would be a very real concern. Who on earth is going to buy a ticket to come and spend the night in a room with Ross? With Roscoe, yeah. In the ill, with, with Maybe his... we could get him a little bubble. You know the boy in the bubble? He could just walk around in, in one of those. One of those... Um, <laughs> one of those Zorbs. Con- con- yeah, or a contamination suit, one of them. <laughs> That'd be a good look. You'd love that, wouldn't you? I would. I think, I think that'd you work, wear yeah. the contamination suit with your gold jacket and bow tie. It would look really nice. Oh, man, that would be such a good look. Brilliant. So, uh, essentially... That the live pod on April 18th is not going to happen. We're going to look instead to go big and bold and all guns blazing into the new season with, with one either very early in the new season or maybe even before the new season if there is a home friendly. Um, the venue we've got is lined up. It looks really good. So it's a, a much bigger venue. Uh, and we want to get as many people in there as possible and we want them all to be feeling good about things, which I'm not sure they would be on April 18th. So James, J Money, uh, J Squared, Double J, that's your three. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be there on April the 18th. But obviously, do look out for the uh, the new tickets and the new date when that's announced. And please do bring Molly along. Um, I haven't been able to think of a nickname for it in the time that we've been discussing, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I'll work on that, James, and I'll get back to you. Uh, where are we? Uh, Sindra Eliasson, our Viking friend. What's the worst encounter you've had with a player as a journalist? That's probably mostly pointed at you there, Hutchie. The worst. Um... Do you have many bad ones? Nothing crazy. They're always just quite forced, aren't they, I suppose? Yeah, uh, lots of awkwardness. Clichés. Um, lo- a fair amount, a fair few Swindon players told me to do one when I tried to talk to them after their 4-0 playoff final okay. <laughs> yeah. defeat. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, nothing, nothing bad. Um, Massimo Luongo, actually, this is a relatively amusing one. Massimo Luongo was playing for Swindon in that team, former Ipswich player as well, obviously. Um, we went and did like a normal pre-match thing with him. Um, radio go first at all of these. Mm-hmm. So radio went first, interviewed Mass. I was sitting there. I think it was just me, actually, the radio and me. That's where we were at with Swindon. Um, after the radio was done, he just stood up, walked off. The press officer went, um, Mass, actually, there might be a few more. And then he just turned around and went, from who? <laughs> and I was just you go me. Yeah, I did actually, and he came back and did it. I was, ah. from, yeah, I like the name. I like the nickname Mass. Just yeah, that implies something about his size. That's what he goes out. Uh, Roscoe, in your young journalistic career, have you ever had a a bad encounter with a player slash fan slash anyone? In the early days of game day, you had a few. Uh, yeah, it's one one guy. Come here. Oh, I can't believe he's just dropped the C bomb. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Scared of that, that. We, I mean, we do, we do obviously swear on this show, but I'm not sure we've ever had <laughs> the worst swear word that this one can have. Absolute shambles. We need Watson. Back. We do. It's gone to pot. Too much of Ross today. That's a significant amount of effort to edit that. Out <laughs> I'm, well. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, Arthur Pickthorn, is it time to let the opposition have more off the ball so we can press higher and counter attack? We always dominate possession, but we don't do enough with it. So maybe a change of approach is needed. Give the ball to the opposition. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> that is a fundamental change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting approach. Yeah. Um, it works for some teams. I'm not sure it would work for Ipswich given the players that they've got in terms of their, their players that are comfortable on the ball. The squad may be built in that way. They, you can still kind of play possession football and be intense when trying to win it back as well. So I'd probably 
probably go down that route rather than just letting them mm. have the ball. Mm. I'm not sure if it's built for the counter attack they can't. There's not enough players in there that can run with the ball. Yeah. Okay, so maybe not. Um, Ashley asks about behind closed doors. Obviously, we already talked about that. And the final question goes to our mate Brad from Glory Days Artwork. Norwich fans have always said that Paul Lambert is nothing without Ian Culverhouse. He seems a great motivator of men, but is it simply a case of needing better tactical coaches around him? Obviously, those two fell out. Um, Culverhouse now doing well at Kings Lynn. Um, so, do you think Lambert would benefit from having a, a tactics wizard on his on his team? Um, He's certainly known as a fire and brimstone motivator, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't know enough about their, their relationship and who actually mm. did what with Culverhouse, but it does. You know, from what people say, he was very much that man. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you can put Ipswich's struggles this season down down to that mm. necessarily. I think Lambert could do. They could all do with maybe being a little clearer in their thinking. Okay. Um, but no, I don't think not necessarily. Okay. Here endeth mailbag for the day. Uh, Ross is in in timeout in the naughty corner on the naughty step. There you go. That's his little his little temper coming out, maybe. Real Madrid have just gone into quarantine. The whole the club. Ho- the whole club? That entire club has gone into a 15-day quarantine. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is going to be massive, isn't it? Yeah. This weekend. Yeah, I reckon you're right. I can see a mass of games behind closed doors. We shall see. Uh, boys, is there any other business? Ross, do you want to sw- s- see if you can top that swear word? Um, I don't think you can. Uh, before we head off, make our leave and, and start finding out exactly what's going on in the coronavirus crisis. Hutchie, have you got any other business? No, no other business. No other business. Roscoe, any other business? No. Excellent. Let's head into the club. Have a great weekend. Hopefully town, get the result, even if it's behind closed doors. And we'll speak to you again on Monday. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.